This, this, this is God Stories Radio Podcast. God Stories Radio Podcast. With Fritz, Mike, and Tina. Welcome, everyone, to this edition of God Stories Radio. This is session 277. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. Hey, everybody. It's Thursday night. Thursday night. Congratulations, everyone. You made, made it, it with us. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. There we go. There's an applause. Thanking everybody for making it to Thursday night. Hey, we've got Lee Phillips on Mixler. That's great. Yeah, we do. Hi, we got Lee. some other people on there. And uh, if you follow us, we can see who you are and give you a big shout out. Jessica Calhoun. Hi, Jess. Hello, Hey, all. Jess. How's everyone? Hope everyone is having a great week leading up to Easter. We hope you are too, Jess. Fantastic. What's been going on over there, Mikey? Well, Easter week. Looking forward to... Uh, Jesus is risen. Amen. Yes, sir. It's always an exciting time for us it as is. Christians. I mean, just it's it's so poignant and so important and really just a great time to share the message, to revitalize your life with Jesus, um, to do so much. Amen to that. Amen to that, really. I mean, he is risen. Um, he died for all of us. On a cross, the most heinous way a person could die. And uh, he even said, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. I know to have the strength to say something like that is uh, pretty unbelievable, but uh, amazing in it. In the context of that word, just awestruck, you know, by what he was able to do for so many and all we have to do is accept it mm-hmm. amen such a gift it didn't it made it it was it's easy everybody thinks it's got to be some big old formula or something or you know it's that easy yep accept it believe amen yeah so we have some facebook likes this week so we want to say thank you to lily seward and thank you to Carissa Lee. All right. Thank you for liking us on Facebook. Welcome. Yeah, thank you. Welcome to the GSR family. Absolutely. And anybody else yeah. out there, if you have not liked us yet on Facebook, please do so. And we can welcome you as well into the GSR family. Amen. And something else exciting. We have another country. So we want to say thank you to country number 116, which is Liberia. Liberia. Wow. So our friends and family, new family in Liberia, we welcome you to the GSR family. Welcome, Liberia. Thank you for listening. Absolutely. All our brothers and sisters out there, drop us a line if you're listening to us out there. Godstoriesradio at gmail.com. 
That'd be great. That, yeah, it's that easy. That easy. It is. And we really appreciate it when you um, email us and you correspond with us, you like us on Facebook, you interact with our posts, et cetera. It just lets us know you're engaged and you're out there. And um, we just thank you for doing that because um, you are a part of a family. And, Absolutely. you know, you're welcome to interact within this family and um, share your um, positive message that God has spoken to you. And, uh, you know, God Stories Radio is just a pat- platform to glorify mm-hmm. Him. Prayer requests. Amen. Put those out there and. Absolutely. God Stories Radio at gmail.com. That's right. Well, speaking of family. We got somebody on the telephone tonight. Yes, we do. I think it's from Georgia. Uh, from Georgia. Georgia. I just got to visit Georgia. And I, I love, love it. it. Man. <laughs> Georgia on my mind. Here well, we go. Who we got, Mikey? All right. Our guest tonight. Well, see if you can keep up with this. She is an author. She is a publisher. She is a podcaster. She is a national speaker. She is an autism trainer slash specialist. She is a visibility strategist, and most importantly, she is a lover of Jesus. She is the proud owner of Seaboro Enterprises Publishing, which was born in the midst of hardship. We welcome tonight, Tanise Seaboro. Hey, Tanise, welcome to the show. Hi. Hello. Seaboro. Hey, y'all. Well, we're so glad that you could join us, Tanise. So thank you so much for saying yes and for reaching out to us. Yes, I'm excited to be here. Great. We've been looking forward to it. We sure are. We just can't wait to hear about your story. So, mm. you know, tell us about your beginnings and how you got to know the Lord. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> let's see. My, uh, my father, he... He was a pastor. He's an evangelist now. And um, there was a day at his church where our, I think it was like the youth pastor then. I mean, she was an older woman, but she was over the youth ministry. So, and she asked us, did we want to know Jesus? And it was a group of us. We was like, yes. And it was that simple, just like that. She just led us into a prayer of salvation and we accepted Jesus as our personal Lord and Savior. And um, I can't even remember what age I was at that time. I just, I want to say it was before (laughs) teenager. I could have been, you know, around 13. I could have been a little bit younger. I'm not sure. But it's been a while. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good testimony. Knowing the (laughs) Lord for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. (laughs) And so um, being part of a a family where your father's a, a pastor that must have brought its own uh, special unique spin on things too yes yes uh, it was six of us and i was the oldest of six and um you know we were used to um certain things that we could see our friends do we weren't able to participate in that uh-huh just didn't understand like well, we can't go hang out here. We should listen to this type of music. And, uh, you know, when you're young, that's just no fun. 
I know parents put the drag on everything. Yeah, I know it, right? That's our purpose in life to drag mm-hmm. things. Plus, you know? had it a little bit even more difficult because you're the oldest. So yes. you, you had to set the example. That's correct. He <laughs> <laughs> oh, knows exactly what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Were you a good example setter? Sometimes. Well, that's a a loaded question. Yeah, really. Yeah, people ask me that. I say, I'm still working out my salvation, you know? (laughs) Aren't we all? Amen. That's right. That's right. Well, go ahead and take us into your story, Tynees. Um, Well, my story is really a story for women who are believing God for babies. Mm -hmm. Um. My recent book that I released in July of last year is called Journal for the Infertile Woman, Wounds Coming Alive Through the Word of God. Amen. And um, it stemmed from my husband and I trying to have a child. And it took us about 14 months in order to conceive. And we were super excited when we finally got that positive pregnancy test. Like, yes, finally it's happened. And uh, within eight short weeks, we lost the child. Oh. And um, that was devastating, you know. And um, for me, all my life, I've always been like a dreamer. Um, Or sometimes he would allow me to see things in the spirit. But the majority of the times, I'm more of a dreamer. And over the course of time, and this was like years before we got pregnant, I just didn't understand the dreams. And I would just sort of jot it down in a journal. And just, you know, just carried on with life. And I remember having a dream where I saw this child and um, he was a boy. He looked exactly like my husband, same skin complexion, everything. But his face was very disfigured. And I always just wondered about it. But I knew that he looked just like my husband. And um, that didn't really, it it didn't really ring a bell with me at all. I I didn't even understand it then. And... um, and then over the course of time, I had another dream. And this time I saw like chromosomes and they were like multiplying, duplicating like crazy and still didn't quite understand it. Um, after having the miscarriage, I then understood that uh, most likely I had a miscarriage due to a chromosome or abnormality. The child just was not developing appropriately. I understood it then. Um, and then it was just a matter of how long should we wait before we think we're ready to try again? And just wondering if, you know, is this going to be a successful pregnancy or are we going to have to endure this again? And I think we waited maybe about four or six months before we determined that I think we're ready. Let's try it again. And this time it was just very supernatural this encounter that I had with God. And I remember the day when my husband and I, we had just got through making love. I had an urgency to use the restroom and all of a sudden the Holy Spirit spoke. He said, lie back down. And as soon as I did that, I felt the fire of God run across my stomach. And I knew at that moment that he had caused us to conceive. Wow. And, um, yeah. Well, I, I I have a gift of healing. And so I typically know that whenever the anointing for healing shows up, it feels like fire in my hands typically, or I can sort of feel it moving throughout my body as it moves into my hand. And when I lay hands on people, I can feel it exiting out of my hands into the bodies of individuals. And so for me to feel fire is 
you know, is is common for me. Mm. But I've never had an experience like that before as a result of just being obedient to his voice. And instantly the fire of God just moves across your stomach. And we end up, of course, I missed my cycle. We took a pregnancy test. We was pregnant. And I remember talking to the Lord one day and I said, you know, um, I'm just wondering about this part. He said, oh, don't worry about this one. This one's going to be easy. And um, we went on to have a full-term pregnancy. I think the only complaint that I had was around 36 weeks or so or in that last trimester. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so uncomfortable. I just can't sleep comfortably. <laughs> that was my only complaint. So, you know, I, I wasn't complaining because I watched other people who were having morning sickness. And I will tell you from the very beginning, I said, God, look at here. When I would see the people at work running to the bathroom, I said, God, I'm not doing that. I'm not even participating in that, okay? <laughs> and he graced me. I didn't have to deal with that. I watched my sister who was pregnant around the same time as me and she was dealing with morning sickness. I'm like, ooh, he promised me this one's going to be easy. And it was, and I had no problem. And I give all glory and honor to God. Amen. Amen. Yes. That is awesome. It is awesome. <laughs> what, what do you say, Tynese, to the women who are out there that are struggling, you know, with the infertility? Because you know what a painful journey that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think for me, the, the painful times for me really was, um, as a woman, one of the people who wrote a review of my book on Amazon, she said, you never forget the bathroom experience. And I'm like, that is absolutely true. You never forget the day that you miscarried in the bathroom. That is torment all by itself. I'm just mm. going to tell you. Um, and then just thinking about um, waiting and believing God. And you read these stories in the Bible. And the reason that I wrote this book first and foremost is because, of course, he led me to write the book. But there was a revelation. And one of the sections is called Hannah's Revelation. And so... She came to a revelation when she realized when she started, she stopped focusing on Penina, the other wife mm-hmm. who talked to her and who was busy having babies, but she could not. And she decided that one day, you know what, God, if you give me this child, what I'll do is I'll give this child back to you for your purpose, for your use, for your glory. And God answered that prayer, but God also gave her five other children. <laughs> and um, so I realized that when we decide that this whole pregnancy and trying to have a baby is really not about us, but that God really has a greater purpose and a plan for that child, God is willing to open up the, a woman's womb and bring this child forth for his purpose, for his glory and for his plans. And so I would encourage women, first and foremost, whatever he says, do, do it. Okay. Amen. I remember, I remember the days when, um, like after we had the miscarriage, he spoke to me one day. He said, I need you to get some kale juice. I said, kale juice? I've never had kale juice before, but I started drinking kale juice. And apparently I I must've purchased the one that was the grossest in the market. (laughs) It, It was disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. It had no taste whatsoever. But then I started doing kales and smoothie and um and creating uh, incorporating a lot of um green leafy vegetables in it and i'm not sure if i was just sort of lacking a very type of nutrient a vitamin that he will suggest that i should start drinking 
killed you. Right. And um, so for me, it's like, and then even that moment, after being in an intimate moment with my husband, and then God would speak again. It's like, so whenever he, this is what Mary said concerning Jesus, right? Whatever he says, do do it. Mm-hmm. That would be my first suggestion. And then the second thing I will always say is never give hope, never give up hope. And um, the Bible is full of women who were barren. And the Bible lets us know that God heard their prayers and God opened up their wombs. Amen. Mm-hmm. Um, so we serve a God who is Jehovah Rapha. He is still the God that healeth thee. His healing power has not dried up. Amen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. Okay. I, I mean, think about Isaiah 53 and 5. The Bible is very clear that he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities and the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with those stripes, we, we are, are healed. healed. Jesus paid the ultimate sacrifice as he stayed on that cross and endured the beating and his flesh being ripped off of him mm. for our healing. He's still able to heal. He's still able to touch wounds. He is still able to de- deliver people from barrenness, and he is still able to bring forth babies. This is a great word. <laughs> even, even like Mikey and I, we can't uh, begin to understand the uh, the pregnancy portion. But I tell you what, this is good advice for anyone right. seeking well, the Lord for anything. Mm-hmm. Um, my uh, my wife, my first wife, um, she had a miscarriage. And she did have to go to the bathroom and that's when she lost and everything else. And I, I still can see the devastation on her when she came out of there. Oh man. And being alone for it all too. Mm -hmm. It's like, I, I can't say I can imagine because I can't. No, no. But wow. I know there's a profound sense of loss, I'm sure. And, um, I actually have a special request because, uh, I, you know, Tynese, um, you're on and I wasn't sure what your story would be about, but immediately it brought to mind a friend of mine. And so I asked her if she would listen uh, live and she's listening and um, she's had a tough battle um, with infertility. And I would just like to lift her up in prayer with all of us right now um, to pray for this precious couple. I have a feeling Tynese ain't scared. No, I, I... (laughs) Absolutely not. Mm-mm. So, um, you know, I will, uh, I will open up with. Uh, I'm going to keep her name private, uh, just okay. f- for her um, privacy. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I would like you to pray with me, specifically, Tiny's. Um, I feel like there are things that you will have to say as well. Um, Heavenly Father, we just lift my precious friend up to you right now. She's listening to you. And um, I know she's had many years of discouragement, Father, um, just in the time that I've known her. And I know that she has uh, gone through a lot, Father, with her husband. And they just want so desperately to have a child, Father. Father, I just pray right now that you would open up her womb and you would... Speak to her heart, Lord, and let her know what your will is, Father, and just help her, Father, to conceive this child and um, 
that this child be for your glory and your your purposes, Lord. Um, and Father, we just pray health and strength into her womb. We pray all good things, Father. Yes, Lord. Um, Father, I decree and declare, God, that according to your word, Father, that your word will never return back into you void. And so, Father, I speak over her. I speak over the couple. I speak over everyone who is listening, who are believing you for babies even now in the name of Jesus. Father, for your word declares that we can decree a thing and it shall be established. Mm. I decree and declare that couples shall begin to conceive. I decree and declare that wounds will begin to open even now. I decree and declare that the spirit of barrenness will begin to leave out of reproductive systems. I decree and declare, God, that it will begin to carry babies full term. I decree and declare, God, that they will begin to give birth, oh God, to babies without complications in the mighty name of Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, that the same way that your word declares when Mary said, well, how shall this be that I do not know a man? And he said that the Holy Spirit will begin to come upon you, my God, and begin to cause you to conceive. I thank you, Lord, that the same way that the Holy Spirit moved upon me and caused me and my husband to conceive, I decree and declare, God, that the Holy Spirit is moving even now, that you begin to move upon the wounds and the reproductive Mm. systems, oh God, over couples in the name of Jesus. And Father, I thank you for the miracles, for the signs and the wonders, oh God, that begins to follow. Glory to God. Father, from the very beginning when you made man, you said, my God, glory to God, you made man in your image after your likeness and you gave us dominion. But the word that you declared over woman was to be fruitful and multiply. Yes, I command bodies now to be fruitful and multiply yes, and respond Father. to the word of God. For that, oh God, is the very order of God and the original intent for man. And I decree it and declare it. And right now, according to your word, it is established in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. Wow. Glory to God. I'm about to get up and run around this place. (laughs) I want to run too, but I'm glued to the seat. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Well, I I really thank you for that, Tynese, because um, as you know, there's no coincidences, right? Um, Right. God set this up and um, he just, she needed that encouragement right now she needed that word she needed those prayers over her um and she needed people to kind of come alongside her and lift her up amen and um tinies how can they get a copy of your book i think we need to put that information out there while folks are listening um you can find it on amazon or on my website um journal for the infertile woman.com it journal the for same. the infertile yes. woman. Okay. Yes. Journal for the infertile woman is the name of the book. Wounds coming alive through the word of God. And uh, is that available on Amazon? Mm-hmm. Yes. It is. Yes. It's, okay. on, it's mm-hmm. on Amazon as well as my personal site. Yes. Okay. And I'm sorry. Did you give your personal site already? Yep. Okay, I apologize. I'm texting with my friend at the same time, so my attention is She's split. multitasking. <laughs> That's fine. It's journal for the infertile woman.com. Thank you. Thank you. And mm-hmm. she You're um, just so that you know, she says I have never been given such a beautiful gift. Thank you. Oh, well praise God. Yeah. I'll never forget that. The journal for the infernal. Yeah. It's a, it rhymes. So I'll, I'll remember mm-hmm. that. I can tell people. Yeah. Thank you so much. And there's people online um, with us right now uh, saying amen. 
an amen and agreeing. So this is awesome. Yeah, see, mm-hmm. we, we really had a awesome. lot of people praying with us. Amen. Mm. I love that. All right, now I have a question. Uh oh. Yes. The Seaborough Enterprises Publishing. Yes. It said it was born through hardship. Yes. Can we go there a little bit? Oh, of course we can. Um, let's see. I graduated from high school, moved on to college, and I was super excited when I finally decided that I wanted to be a pediatrician. And I transitioned from Savannah out to Columbus, Georgia to go to school. And then along that path, I determined that um, being a pediatrician was not going to be an option for me because I met a Goliath by the name of physics. It was over. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I decided that um, the Lord even asked me a question and I had never I saw this sign before in the hallways um, in a building that I, I don't think I've ever even walked in that building before. But I saw a sign about occupational therapy and the Holy Spirit began to you know deal with me concerning that and really begin to look into that. And. I went and they recommended that, you know, go to a facility and see if you can observe. And I fell in love with it. And I knew at that moment that the the field of being an occupational therapist was actually what God was calling me to. I knew it was always something in the pediatric field, but I knew I did not want to be a teacher. Okay. I ruled that one out from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I went into that field. And so I finally got my first job and I got offered a position in a school system in um, the Virginia area. And I was super excited. And we relocated. And I was like, oh, finally, I had accomplished. You know, I have a degree now. I, um, I was in this place where you know, um, in our profession, you have to get your pass the board's exam to get your licensure. And all my life, I've always struggled with test taking skills. Mm-hmm. And so um, I had taken this test twice already. I'm talking about $500 each time I take this test. Ouch. Mm. And I thought yeah. the real estate exam was out, expensive. Out in my daddy's pocket. Ouch. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, and by the third time, um, it took me the third time and then I finally passed this board exam. But it was at this moment where I was in my career. Um, they allowed me to transition and work for the state of Virginia on a temporary license. So I, I hadn't passed the test yet. I already had taken it twice and still hadn't passed it. And so they gave me the opportunity to be able to practice for a whole year while I still study for this exam. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I failed again. Mm. And as a result of that, that means I lost everything because I no longer could practice in my field. Oh. Um, like, can you imagine going to school for like six years only because you decided to change your major at the last minute because you realized, okay, this is not the career path for me. So six years to get a four-year degree. Um, you've taken this test like two times, paid about $1,000 for it, and it hasn't worked. And um, you thought everything was going good for you. And now a whole year has come. I've studied again. I bombed this test. And so now I've lost it all because every job I applied for, I got responses like, you know, I, I, used, I made too much money. Um, I was overqualified and mm. I couldn't get hired. 
And so I had no choice except to pack up Virginia, head all the way back down to Georgia again to stay back with my parents. I was in a very low place. And it was in this moment that I decided that I would write a book. And I decided that I would publish my own book. <laughs> and then people decided, people started asking me, well, who published your book? And I said, I did. You published your own book? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So could you publish mine? I was like, I guess so. <laughs> and that's pretty much how it started. I Coincidence. Never the, <laughs> yeah, never had the intention of publishing people's books. It was only for me to get my story out because of the low place in which I was in. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to get my story out. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Published her own book. Yeah. How about that? But, you know, a lot of times when we feel so super defeated in life, it's when God is doing most of the work, mm-hmm. right? It's like when you're you're cooking and you put all those ingredients together and you're stirring the pot and it's all just sort of swirling around, right? And it's just all these random things together and it's swirling and it's swirling. But, you know, when it's over, um, when the heat is off and then you pour yourself that first bowl of stew or soup, it's all, it all comes together is really good. And you know, even though you had a plan, like you thought you were making one dish, God goes, no, I'm making a different dish. Mm-hmm. This but is what we're it, making today. I'm going to make it spicy. <laughs> spicy and good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, you know, all the times that we have our own agendas and our own plans, we forget that God has his own individual plan for Amen. us. Amen. Amen. Yes. Wow. I'm encouraged. I don't know about y'all. Oh, there, definitely. There was something in there about autism. Yes. Um, so as a result of me not being able to get a job and having to come back home, the only people who were hired me was a small little nonprofit um, school. And they didn't hardly have any money, but they could hire me part time. So can you imagine making some really good money to now make it like minimum wage and you only can work part time? Mm. Um, and so that's where I was, but it was in this place now that I began to learn about working with kids with autism and kids who had behavioral problems. Um, and I fell in love with it mm-hmm. and God just sort of took me down this path where I realized that a lot of other therapists, they weren't really interested in working with the kids who had severe behavioral issues and kids who had autism. And so it became common when I worked at the hospital. They said, Tanis, we got an eval for you. Is your type of kiddo somebody you really love? And I already knew what that meant. It was a child who's going to have a lot of behavioral issues and they didn't want to deal with it. Mm. So that child was going to be mine. And I definitely welcomed them because um, ever since I can remember, I remember telling God, you know, I, I want you to give me the ones that nobody wants. I want you to give me the ones that are rejected and the ones who are in need of healing. Those wow. are the ones that I want. Wow. And um, that's what he did. He did. He that's answered exactly that prayer. He well, he birthed something else in you, which oh, was yeah. a passion, you know, for these children that you didn't even know you had. Right. And um, uncovered a gifting, I'm sure, in the process. Revealed to you, at least, that you had this gifting. Mm-hmm. Which but, I'm sure yeah. changed the direction or the trajectory of your life as well. 
<laughs> at least the thought pattern. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it did because, um, you know, I just became on a path where I started specializing and working with kids who had autism and behavioral his- issues as a result of the unique training um, because I now had the transition from being an occupational therapist to now working in a small clinic doing special instruction, learning about ABA, understanding behaviors. And then from there, I um, before I became occupational therapist again, I moved into the field of special education. I was a special education teacher for a year. And once again, the the, the one child out of the, the eight kids that I had on my case, so the one child that I fell in love with was, of course, the child with the behavioral issues, right? It, mm-hmm. it was just, I was just wired that way. God just, you know, it's like he just put this new profound love in me. And then from there, here I go, I took another test and then I finally passed that test and I was able to transition. And I moved back to Virginia, a different part of Virginia this time and begin to continue to pursue my career as an occupational therapist, which is what I still am today. Um, And so, yes, it gave me a unique path because most people graduate and they move into the field as a therapist, but not too many people operate as a, a therapist for a year, transition and do something else for another year, transition to another field in special education for another year, and then you come back to your field for occupational therapy. <laughs> you do when it's yeah. in God's time and he just had something else for you to do. And uh-huh. And I have to tell you, I have a very special place in my heart because I'm the mother of a special needs child. And mm. um, he looks very functional on the outside. Um, so people, you know, when you speak to him, same thing, he seems incredibly functional. Um, but yet when you ask him to do something like, you know, write something, it, it starts to become very evident, you know, that there's something missing here. And mm-hmm. if it hadn't been for people like yourself, occupational th- therapists and um, special education teachers mm-hmm. and so forth, we would have never have gotten this far. Uh, no. It's it has been such an uphill battle, and just trying to keep a teenager motivated and willing, you know, to keep going and keep trying to finish and and go for that um, to close out, you know, your high school education, et cetera. It's been it's been such a challenge, and it's always been a challenge from the time he was a tot, you know, all the way through the system. So. I have profound respect for anybody who's willing to um, love children in this way and just help them because I know what an uphill battle it is just as a parent. Right, right. Um, It's like I was, um, especially during this pandemic, um, I felt like it made it, it made things just a little bit, (laughs) just, just worse, just overall, you know, um, because you're 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 now talking about kids who have been dealing with this lack of social interaction from kids to kids who were um, now isolated and having to work a lot on um, via Zoom, taking their classes virtually, and that made it a little bit more challenging. And parents trying to balance how to work from home and how to raise kids and. That took another toll on just the the family structure in general and. Um, and the Lord even began to deal with me, even concerning that, concerning some of the healings that he'll begin to release 
um, during this whole pandemic on behalf of the children, but then also putting a special grace on the parents who have kids with special needs. Mm. And so I pray even concerning you that the grace that God has already given you for your child, that that grace begins to increase upon you and that the Lord begins to give you wisdom um, and begins to give you strategies that you've never had before, that he begins to even visit you in your night season, begins to lay out a plan for you that is very clear concerning your children, your child. And so, Lord, I thank you, God, for even moving even now. And I thank you, God, for the healing power of God that is at work. And I thank you, God, that even in this situation, Lord, I thank you, God, that you're still a healer and you're still able to release healing even in that situation. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome. And you're right. The pandemic has definitely amplified everything. That's when things really, truly fell apart for us because... You know, he had the structure before, um, which he needed, you know, he needed the structure. And then all of a sudden, you know, he was expected to do everything pretty much virtually. And it just wasn't going to happen because he had to learn so many things, you know, how to start his day, how to get engaged. And for him, just even getting started is one of the biggest hardships for him. Mm. So, but he still hasn't given up yet. He's, this year has really just been a battle just to get him to not give up um, Mm. and drop out. And, um, you know, we've just really tried to encourage him to try to stick with it. So for all the parents out there, you know, I get it. I understand what you go through. It's not easy. And... You know, we don't have to carry the burden ourselves. The Lord, the Lord has your child is what you need to know at the end of the day. The Lord has his path and her part, her path set out. And we just need to remember to pray for that child and to keep our hearts and our heads and our ears open to the Lord because what we have set out for our children is not necessarily what he has set out for Mm -hmm. our children. Amen. Mm -hmm. Buy your book, babe. (laughs) 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 And if I could, if I could interject here, because I feel the fire of God so strongly on me right now. I just want to, I really just want to pray over your son. Amen. Thank you. Yes. Um, So, Father, I release the healing power upon him right now in the name of Jesus. Father, you said that you sent your word to heal us. And so, Father, I decree and declare that even right now that the fire of God begins to move from the crown of his head down to the soles of his feet, Father. I decree and declare, oh God, that you're moving even now. And I thank you, Lord, that you're shifting things, glory to God, from emotions to his mood to regulating, self-regulation, Father. I thank you, God, for even motorical skills, Father. I thank you, God, for even the drive and the motivation and the will. God, I thank you, Lord, that you're moving and intervening even there in the mighty name of Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, that you're revealing to him your purpose, your plan, your calling, your gifting, oh God. I thank you for the talents, oh God, that you place within him, that you're even stirring them up even now in the name of Jesus to use him mightily for your glory. And I decree and declare, God, that the safety, your safety and your protection, that the hand of God is upon him, oh God. And I thank you, God, that according to your word in Psalms 91, Father, that you're giving your angels charge concerning us to keep us in all our ways. 
I thank you, Lord, for the angel that has been assigned to his life to guard him and to keep him, oh God, in all his ways. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Wow. That's awesome. I think she's done that before. Yeah. More than once. She goes to feeling the fire. Get out of the way. Uh Uh-huh. Wow. It's like, when I'm being consumed in a fire, I just can't sit here and be still. Well, no. No. You got to set something ablaze. There you go. Tynese, you have been such a blessing tonight. I thank you so much for taking uh, time out of your busy schedule to be with us here at God Stories Radio. Absolutely. If you would tell us one more time how people can get in touch with you or get a book. Um, just well, we, we are, CSR is the king of the shameless we plugs. We are the home of the shameless plug. <laughs> so, uh, plug. I appreciate it, okay? <laughs> um, once again, the name of the book is called Journal for the Infertile Woman, Wounds Coming Alive Through the Word of God. And I'm just going to tell you, this is not your average journal. It is full of research. Um, it is, of course, a journal. It deals with a lot of nutrition that women may be lacking to certain foods that you really should avoid to help with um, your fertility. And there's a section called Nourishing Your Eggs. And um, I think that is my favorite part in this book here. But the name of the book, again, is Journal for the Infertile Woman, Wombs Coming Alive Through the Word of God. Several prayers, declaration, of course, scriptures in there as well. Um, and then helping you come up with a stress management because there is a major key between infertility, miscarriages, and um, stress. And so um, this book is available, of course, on Amazon as well as at journalfortheinfertilewoman.com. Also, too, you uh, mentioned in the intro that you had a podcast. Can you tell? I do. Okay. Well, and uh, how can people get listen to that? Um, So the podcast is from the publishing side and um, it's called the Global Visibility Podcast. We are available on every platform there is. So if you're an Apple person, you can go to Apple, iTunes, wherever you find it. Um, Google, iHeartRadio, Spotify. Yeah, Spotify, Spreaker, all of them. That's pretty much what I got to tell people when they say, Uh how can you listen to us? (laughs) Just go to pick one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're there. Yeah, amen to that. That's awesome. Thank you once again. You have been such a huge blessing, huge blessing mm-hmm. to us. And I know there's people out there. There's a bunch of folks listening live tonight on Mixler, and nobody's left. They've dialed into a good one tonight. And then promise me this: you'll come back and do a part two. Sure, anytime. Yay. Anytime. <laughs> and just a little message from my friend here. Um, Tynese is a godly woman who I am certain a mountain would not think twice to move at the sound of her voice and strength oh, of her God. faith. Absolute beauty. You know, that thing's praise going God. into the sea, baby. Uh-huh. Praise God. Oh, oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. We'll have a moment. We'll have another moment. You yeah, do. of course oh, you yeah, do. Okay, absolutely. Okay, yes. What I forgot to share is that um, during that first pregnancy, um, after I had the miscarriage, I was having a lot of pain. I remember asking my supervisor, I said, well, how long does the pain last? She said, well, I didn't have pain with the miscarriage. And I didn't realize that I had a cyst that had developed on my left ovary. Mm-hmm. And um, so then the Lord began to deal with me concerning one day I was speaking to it. And according to exactly what your friend just brought up, that Mark 11, 23 and 24, he says, speak to the mountain, tell it to be removed and be cast into the sea. And if you do not doubt in your heart, 
you have exactly what it is that you have said. Mm-hmm. All right. So here I am. I'm speaking because I was having all this pain. And here I am cursing this thing at its root and telling this thing to dry up and leave this body. And I remember the Lord speaking. He said, you're still speaking to that? I said, yes. He said, mm-hmm. well, why? I said, because it's still bothering me. It's causing me pain. Mm-hmm. He said, "He said, understand this. You go from faith to faith and glory to glory. So what you're doing really is that you're speaking to it, you're sending it into the sea, and then you take it back. And Ooh. then you curse it again. You send it back into the sea, but then you take it back. Oh. He said, so if, you're, if you have to go from faith to faith and glory to glory, he said, the first level of your faith says, I curse you at the root or I have cast you into the sea. He said, but the next level of your faith has to declare you don't exist anymore because you've already sent it. You've already told it to leave. Boom. Mic drop. And so look at here when he said that and I got the revelation, I had pain again and I spoke back to it. I said, I said, look at here. I have already spoken to you. I have cursed you at the root. I have told you to leave this body. I said, as far as I am concerned, you don't exist anymore. It fell out within eight hours. Mm. Wow. Isn't that funny? And and then I went on to have the second pregnancy with ease because Mm -hmm. the cyst was the one that was causing all the pain. I didn't realize it Mm -hmm. until God gave me a revelation concerning that scripture. And so that 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 even encourages us that people when you're dealing with like sickness as well, if you really understand that we can speak to a mountain and tell it to be removed, that means that the first time you spoke into it, it heard you, it has to respond to you. The next level of your faith now is you don't exist anymore because I've already told you to leave. Mm. Wow. And you just continue to keep telling that part of your body that has been bothering you. You don't exist anymore because I've already told you to be thou removed and be cast into the sea. When you pray, believe, right? Yes. Yes. Eventually your body has to respond to it. I mean, think about it. Everything in the kingdom of God is voice activated. Mm -hmm. Yes. Amen to that. And we either speak life or we speak death, right? Yeah. Well, that's why the Bible says hearing, hearing, hearing the word, hearing. So we got to remember to speak, speak life yeah. into speak ourselves. Life. Yes. We got to remember that once we we've, we've put it out there and we believe that the Lord has taken care of it that we don't need to pick it back up again. It's taken nope. care that's of. Right. That's right. Second part of that comment was when I was saying hearing is that's why I feel it's important to speak the word to mm-hmm. to yeah. have it come out of your mouth so yes. you hear it mm-hmm. audibly yes yeah agreed exactly agreed yes amen there is something about that uh, oh absolutely yeah. it is there is something about the power of mm-hmm. God's voice basically coming out of you um it's just uh I don't know Fritz and I have prayed many things in such a manner. You know, praying those mountains to move in our lives. Yeah. And we've we've seen it. We've witnessed it. I mean, yeah. things that we thought, gosh, when how are we gonna get out of this? How are we gonna deal mm. with this? How are we gonna cope with this? But you know, God does it. Yep. God says, I know. He does. I know how you're gonna do it. Man, we talk Chinese all night, man. <laughs> I know. We just have, I, know. I feel like we've had church up in here. I really I, we did. I'm yeah. so enc- I'm so encouraged. Well, we gotta, we just gotta schedule you up for a part two. Because I, I know there's so many golden nuggets hidden in those stories. I mean, you done told four testimonies being being on tonight. Yeah. 
And I'm encouraged by all of them. I've never been pregnant, but I mean, I, I'm encouraged by just the, you know, what she's talking about, the faith mm-hmm. and believing, mm-hmm. casting that thing into the sea. I'm yes. going to get up and run around here in a minute. Yes. I'll tell you what. Oh, my goodness. But anyway, what an amazing show. That was awesome. Thanks again for being with us. I really, really appreciate you. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Thank you so much for the opportunity. It was our pleasure, our sincere pleasure. Thank you for for contacting us. So if you'd like to be a guest on God Stories Radio, contact us at godstoriesradiotina at gmail.com. If you've got a written testimony and you just want to send it in, and we've read them before, stents in your day, uh, anything that the Lord has done for you, we are God Stories Mm -hmm. Radio. It's godstoriesradio at gmail.com. What else can they do, Mike? They can tweet us. They can tweet us on the Twitter. And uh, like us on Facebook, we kind of try to communicate with the GSR family through Facebook if there's prayer requests or anything like that. Mike uh, posts some nice nuggets there about once or twice a week. And mm-hmm. and uh, we just love each and every one of you. Thank you for praying for us and encouraging us to keep going. And, you know, the uh, bringing hope and comfort to the world has been our only agenda since uh, God started this. I always say since we started this. Mm. No, God started God this. started mm-hmm. it, amen. And it's been his gig. And, uh, Absolutely. You know, he chooses the foolish to confound the wise. So here we are. <laughs> here we are, indeed. <laughs> Faces for radio. Faces for radio. <laughs> but uh, we just love you guys. And um, if you visit uh, godstoriesradio.com, drop us a line. And there is a button on the front page, too, of God... Uh, so moves you to uh, throw a little change in the jar. Do that for us. Every little bit helps. We just uh, did our taxes and that's <laughs> that's a big chunk because mm-hmm. we have to file like the big boys, but we're too blessed to be stressed. And we just love each and every one of you and, and thank you for listening and supporting us. And once again, thank you to our guest, Tinies, for uh, giving uh, some of her encouragement. Encouragement. I'm, encouragement. I'm telling wow. you, I, I am think, just fired up, man. If I, I had she, a tambourine, I'd run around. <laughs> <laughs> I think she prayed for four different people. I know. I think she did. I know. I might get a list up and send it to her. <laughs> <laughs> and I do that. <laughs> and I think she would welcome it. I'm, yeah. not, I'm, not, I'm not even lying. I got a few things to write down. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> I, know, I know you will. And we'll do the same too. We'll partner up and, uh, and, and just, uh, Storm hell with a water pistol. That's what we'll do. And- <laughs> Sounds good. Amen. Uh, well, well, we'll look forward to hearing from you again, Tiny. Yes. Sounds good. Thank y'all so much. Thanks. Thanks again. All right. All right. Yeah. God bless. Thank Bye-bye. you, guys. God bless. Well, that about wraps it up for session 277. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. God bless you guys. God bless. God bless.